0: On my I guess this is good Hi, welcome to the Goth Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Perry Sterling, and with me is Jesse.
1: Hey, Jesse Sterling. Husband.
0: Husband Jesse, yes, he has taken my last name. And
1: I, I'm fully cucked out.
0: Interesting. Oh God. She
1: made me go to feminist punk rock shows, and now I'm I'm just jealous. I can't be the one. Oh my God!
0: Stop it. You love <laughs> I loved it.
1: La tigre. I love the tigre. Yeah.
0: So we saw this past week Gaslight Anthem uh-huh. in Pennsylvania, which was a big error because jesse knows one song by them and they didn't play it and they didn't play it and they referenced jersey so i said next time we need to go to a jersey show but you liked it i enjoyed it, even though you didn't know any of the songs i said
1: i think more bands need to do cover songs which because why the fuck not
0: yeah um well like i said my friend was Uh, very not into that
1: you pointed out the lead singer is quite a husky boy after being a handsome gentleman
0: Oh, yeah, like, he definitely was unrecognizable when he came on. Yeah. Because I used to have, I mean, to each his own, you know, you never know what's going on in someone's life, but, like, yeah, I used to have a huge crush on Brian Fallon. Definitely. The hair did not help.
1: No, he had very, he, he had mopey boy hair, which does not look good on a bigger frame.
0: Yeah. um, But they were fantastic.
1: <laughs> Great show.
0: And then, yeah, Saturday we saw La Tigra, so. Kathleen um,
1: Hannah, twice in two months.
0: Yeah, we've almost completed our bingo card of Kathleen and Hannah. We just need the Julie, Julie Ruin. Ruin. Uh, I think that's it. But yeah, really great show. You loved it because the lyrics were displayed on all stage. All the lyrics
1: were on the stage, which honestly took out the fact that I didn't know a lot of the songs. I know I've listened to all their albums, but only two songs have really hit, which mm-hmm. part of it is just, you know, I'm a guy, so they don't speak to me. As much because it is very feminist, right? I, I just support the message, but it's just not going to hit me quite as hard,
0: right? And the music isn't super it's catchy, it's dancy, but it's not catchy. Yeah,
1: like, what do you think about Cassavetti's misogynist, alcoholic, alcoholic. <laughs> right,
0: okay. what's your take on Cassavetti? What's
1: your take on? Cast of I did come out of it loving their multi-instrumentalist J.D. Sampson, who yeah. I really did not have an opinion on before, but yeah, she was awesome.
0: Yeah, and their outfits were fun because they were coordinated. They had outfit
1: changes, they would do a dance number here or there.
0: Yeah, no. It was they against... said it
1: was the quietest concert I'd ever been to.
0: Oh. The was... guitar
1: The guitar just... was very quiet, all the music was very quiet.
0: Yeah, and we went during their first, it was their first date uh-huh. and their first time touring in 20 years, which they really didn't mention. No, not all. <laughs> which was funny you think they'd be like whoa what's going on uh but yeah they they
1: made they did make the thing that they changed the lines in one of their songs but that it was sad that they only had to change one line because
0: it's still relevant
1: everything else was still relevant they had to change something about voter suppression
0: yeah uh no that was ridiculous but a great time and it was only an hour set
1: yeah which was was kind of
0: perfect um but yeah good time so uh this week is our Goth Mom Book Club of the Month. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, r- r- real
1: quick, before we go too far, I know oh, I sorry. plug KYGY2K every episode, but we do have a new episode that by the time this is up, we'll be to check it out. So if you were a fan of the 90s kids franchise, Three Ninjas, who oh boy, to me and Joey Gariffo give it a scaring. So go on YouTube, check out KYGY2K. I wonder if Trees anybody who
0: listens to this knows Three Ninjas, because I didn't.
1: Yo, comment if you know Three Ninjas. If you're comment on nothing
0: if you know Three Ninjas. There'll be
1: a post on this.
0: Yeah, true. On Instagram, that's Share it. like subscribe. Since that's my yes, share like sub, subscribe. I can't say words. Um but yeah, so let's get into it. Uh yes, Carrie. this is the Goth Mom book club book meeting, quote unquote, uh Book Seance. Yes, and we this month we read Carrie by Stephen King. Um very short. Very short. I was surprised. But this is his debut al- uh I must said album. Novella. His debut novel, it was not a novella. It was a novel. Um, But yes, it was his first novel. And uh, while good, I would say that showed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's parts of it that show. Um, I think one of the things he did that uh, works well, but it does kind of read like first novel 101, is literally every other chapter is just like news clippings. Yeah. From and while it does, fl- I, I would say it obviously fleshes out the story, but it's padding more than anything else. Right. I felt.
0: Right. So yeah, the way the book is written is it goes back and forth between, yeah. um,
1: the like storytelling as it's being lived, and then and
0: then uh, the newspaper like, after um, the fact, the newspaper, what... but more so the research papers about right. Carrie and her se- telekinesis, right? It, it, TK. It, it...
1: In this book, the the aftermath of the Carrie tragedy is basically like it's basically reported as like this was telekinesis, like people were
0: right. So they were researching that. Plus, Sue, it came from Sue Snell's autobiography. Yes, so the there's survivor. a bunch. There's a bunch of uh, AKA Amy Irving in the book.
1: No, true oh. crime. If it were written today, there would be all a bunch of fucking podcasters showing up to Maine, being like, "This is where Carrie breathes her final breath."
0: Yeah, but anyway. um, yeah, so that's basically how the story is told, is this back and forth. Uh, but, yeah, plot. So, uh, if you've seen the movie, it really does stay largely true to it for the most part. Right. Um, so, yeah, Carrie, it opens, the book opens with Carrie. Carrie White. Uh, Carrie White. Uh, Carrietta mm. uh, getting her period during gym.
1: In the showers.
0: In the In the showers. And she has all of her school bullies who have bullied her her entire life.
1: Yeah.
0: She's freaking out because she thinks she's dying. Yes. And they all start throwing tampons at her. And plug it up. Plug it plug up. up. Yeah. That, so, that is directly from the book.
1: So the thing, the thing with the bullies is it's like on the one hand, man, you guys sure are bullies. On the other hand, it's straight up like she's running over rubbing her period blood on them like you need to help me I'm dying.
0: Right. Yeah, no, it's horrible. Like I don't know how you look at someone and you're just like haha.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, but anyway, so Sue who is the the nice protagonist- girl. That's that's the weird thing. It's like carries like the protagonist and antagonist. I don't know. It's very strange. But yeah, Sue who ends up she's the nice girl but she does bully her.
1: Yeah, she, they all they all get in trouble for bullying her from the Right, the gym, the gym teacher. teacher.
0: So uh, she feels bad. Um but the mean the really mean girl, Chris. Yeah. Um she her dad steps in, who's a big shot lawyer and is like, she won't you know, she will not be doing this and uh the principal's like you know, she, she'll mispromise. She doesn't do it.
1: Yeah, and he tries to call the bluff, and the principal's just like, "Cool,
0: no. sue us!" Because he he's trying. So the dad is trying to say like he she's not involved and she shouldn't be punished yeah. as such. And there, he's that
1: like, was actually a really cool scene that I think was mostly absent from the movie. the The principal overall is a character. Right. I think in the movie all the principal does is just get her name wrong and not sympathize Carrie's, cause peri- cause gets period, Carrie's name wrong yeah cause periods are gross right. where in this one he really like stands up to the bitchy girl's dad and just like alright right, do what you gotta
0: yep Um. but yeah so Sue feels bad and she asks her boyfriend Tommy uh, to big take man. Carrie to prom
1: big man on campus Yeah. Tommy. And,
0: and Tommy says yeah um I don't, I'm not really sure why. Yeah, you know who Tommy? You know who Tommy
1: her... makes me think of in this book? What? Mister Mister Peanut Butter. <laughs> he's just he's just going from along Bojack with Horseman. it from BoJack Horseman. Like, take the nerdy girl to prom sounds like a sitcom,
0: right? So he asks her. Carrie is weird about it, but says okay, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. He asks her a few times. He does ask her a few times, um, and in the background. Uh Chris and her boyfriend Bully and Bully Billy, who is a bully. Billy's bully. Uh who in the movie has played uh Chris is Nancy Allen, I believe, mm-hmm. and Billy is John Travolta. She
1: got a period, oh my god. <laughs>
0: Um, but yeah, so they plot to throw pig's blood on her.
1: Yes, they, they plot to throw pig's blood on her at the prom itself and humiliate her in front of the entire school. Right,
0: but Chris pretty much tells, she is not involved. She tells Billy, you need to go do this. Right. And Billy's like, yeah, I'm doing this. Um, so yeah, they set that whole thing up so that, you know, they can dump the blood. They set it up at the school. So, you know, Carrie and Tommy go to prom uh, Carrie makes her own dress. It's red. Her mother. Mm. Oh yeah, we didn't even get into her mother. Um, yeah, her,
1: her mom's a little more
0: crazy. Uh, yeah,
1: I, we, never mind. We can go through all the different. Yeah, we'll after. go into that.
0: Yeah. Um. So her mom's crazy, abusive, um, and super religious, which mm, put a pin in that. Uh. But yeah. <laughs> put a pin in that. Put a pin in that's that. That's the movie version. Um. Uh. So she. <laughs> uh, So yeah she's like you're not going to prom and carrie's like no i'm going to prom bitch Mm. i'm making this red-ass dress making my boobs pop she's
1: like i can see your dirty titties your
0: dirty pillows i know oh well that's it your
1: dirty pillows yeah they're called breasts mama and all women have them
0: and they say that in the book too yeah um so yes so then carrie ends up going to prom with tommy uh, his, and she
1: lives happily ever after. Everything yeah. goes great.
0: No, the, his friends are pretty nice to her, actually. They're all very nice. Like, one of the girls asked where she got to her dress. Like, uh-huh. they're being cool.
1: So, I, I was going to wait to hit on this, but I did feel like this was something in the movie that was really underlined in the book. Uh-huh. The gym teacher who's sticking up for her is straight up like, okay, you guys need to stop being so mean to her. But at the same time, it's her own guilt because even she's like, she's so helpless. You just want to fucking shake yeah. her and be like, Carrie, Get the fuck with it. Right. So the fact that she, like, opens up a little bit and people are responding nicely. Uh, you know, I think on the last podcast of the left, they actually referred to people like this as just like, uh, just like pain sinks. Mm-hmm. It's just like, there's just something about them that's just like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. You know, but she, you know, seems to break out of it a little with a little bit of different opportunity. Yeah,
0: yeah. And she seems surprised. Look at this cat on me, by the way.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So. Yeah, so they're in prom having a good time. Uh, Chris in the background is getting her and her little friends to rig the prom vote so that Carrie and Tommy win king yes. and queen. They so they, they, they
1: want king. Carrie and Tommy to win king and queen so that they can dump the blood. Which Billy
0: is honestly like, I don't care who wins. Like, I just want to dump blood on any of these bitches. Yeah,
1: he is way more of a sociopath in yeah. the book.
0: Um, so, yeah, so... You know, they win, they get on... Well, first, there's a tie. Then they win when mm-hmm. they do a second right roll. Um, so they get on stage, and then uh, the bucket drops blood. Um, and much like the movie, Tommy gets hit in the head with the bucket and dies pretty much instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he doesn't die instantly, but he's knocked unconscious instantly, and that's like the end of him. Yeah. And Carrie is like what the fuck everyone's laughing at her she makes her way out of the the gym covered in blood i think she like falls at some point and they start laughing Mm -hmm. at her more and uh she pretty much like the i think she starts the sprinkle sprinkler system so that the band equipment starts electrocuting Uh people and then she locks the doors and she starts like burning the town it like We'll get into it, but like in the movie, it's just the school. Like it's the pretty much the whole town in the book. She's like, Mm -hmm. like releasing fire hydrants, so like the water spurts, so they can't access it. She locks the door.
1: After reading not only this, uh, also Salem's Lot, early Stephen Stephen King has a boner for destroying entire towns.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, no, a lot of people who are not involved in this, but you have to figure, like, she's known as, like, probably the town weirdo, and probably, like, the whole town has done her dirty at some point. So, yeah, so she goes home after destroying the town and confronts her mother, and she, the mom's like, I'm killing you, bitch. Like, so, you're, like, possessed. You disobeyed me, yeah. you bad seed. Yeah, Satan. you're, you're like, yeah, the devil is in you, and you need to die, And Carrie, like, has the realization of, like, oh, my God, you're, you're, you came home, you're killing me. I came home to kill you. What the heck? So, she stabs Carrie. This is what's crazy in me. She stabs Carrie, and, again, difference from the movie, but she, after she stabs Carrie, Carrie takes her mother's heart with her head and squeezes it till she dies, basically. And she's just like, mama, like... The slow like speak it slower and yeah mm. she's getting pretty crazy um so then the mom dies she leaves stumbles into see this is when it gets craziest because like she's still stabbed and she stumbles into billy and chris right and lights them up Yep, i think she spills like gas like has the gas tank spill and like mm-hmm. lights their car car up um and then she walks away from them and uh i think
1: she telepathically calls sue
0: oh oh right because that's the thing going on in between all of this the townspeople are like i just knew like this information like i just knew it was her for some reason and blah 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 it seems like in the book she has like powers of reaching people's minds right um which was very interesting it was more than just like being able to move things right um because yeah while they're interviewing all these talents people they're like I just knew it was her like something about it told me this was happening I just had an inkling there's a lot of that and there's it's implied that like Carrie is at work like I couldn't get her out of my head whatever so yeah she gets um she gets a Sue near her and uh, basically...
1: I think in reading her mind, she realizes that she didn't. She has been genuine this whole time.
0: That Sue has. Yes. Yes, because she thought Sue set her up.
1: Right, which would make sense. For like, sure. that's the first thing that happens that leads her down this well, path. Well, the
0: other difference is Sue is not at... What are you looking at?
1: Uh, Neil said he's coming, but I oh. told him we're doing this first. But I saw light turn on.
0: Sue is um, not at the prom, unlike right. the movie. She is actually home feels Tommy die again kind of getting that like
1: I I, I do like how even in the book her parents are like why aren't you going to prom again because I wanted to do something nice like oh that sounds stupid yeah
0: (laughs) but yeah she's like getting like bad feelings so she actually wanders out on her own gets in a car gets in the car drives and gets into a car accident so all that stuff happens and yeah eventually Carrie like summons her Uh essentially and yes, as you said, Carrie finds out that Sue was genuine and was trying to, you know, help her have a good time. Um, and basically she Carrie dies from the stab wound that she got uh. probably like an hour before, somehow running around town still killing people. Um, and she cries out for her mom and that made mm. that made me sad also because it made me think about like, hearing about, like, people who are 90 crying out for their mothers when uh-huh. they die. Like, ugh.
1: So, I actually heard this thing. This guy was talking about he had taken in a feral cat uh, that he could never get close to. Because that's just, like, feral cats. They never, will never let you touch them. Mm-hmm. But then the thing started dying and it hid under the deck. And he knew it was dying because the cat was crying out. And feral cats don't, like, meow. Like, right. domesticated cats permanently. The only time they meow... Is when they're kittens for their mother, and domesticated cats just kind of keep that with us. But so basically, for this feral cat to be meowing out is basically it was so fucked up and dying it was calling for its mother. Mm.
0: I think feral cats meow though because they get food from people. I,
1: this guy, for one thing, this guy is in Ireland, so I don't know if they have the same level of feral, okay. pseudo feral cat.
0: I'm just saying.
1: Yeah. But yeah, so that's the plot.
0: Well, yeah, and in the end, um, there's like the implication that there's another Carrie out there because right. someone is writing like a letter uh-huh. to which I thought it, initially it was like Carrie's grandmother. They were talking about like oh mm. like she's like your grandmother, blah blah blah. She has the the power. She has the shining. No, obviously mm. the shining is the a different shin. ability. You want to get sued? Um. Oh, excuse me. But uh, yeah. So there's the implication that there's more out there.
1: There is another Carrie White.
0: Um, which yes, then go watch the sequel for that, the Rage Carrie (laughs) Two. Or
1: better yet, don't watch Francie. What's her name? Uh, Frenchie? Francie. Francie. Francie from Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Uh, So uh, Emily Burgle. enjoyed the book, love the movie. I've no, you've always. when When did you first see the movie?
0: Oh God. I had to be, like,
1: 12. I think I was young enough that I learned about menstruation from Carrie.
0: You know what's crazy is I remember when I was really young, having a girl I was friends with at the time. Like, I was, like, maybe, like, 8 or 9. Describe the beginning of the movie to me. Mm. And I was just like, this sounds crazy. And my mom's like, no, that really is what happens. Like, she's, like, verifying this, like, 9-year-old story about Carrie. Not like, oh, don't tell this to my kid. Oh. <laughs> um... Well, I don't want to get too into the movie because uh, this isn't like, but we can. I mean, it's hard not well, to. Yeah, without, I, I, I think, like it's such pop, an iconic movie. Pop
1: culture, particularly as kids our age, you're kids, middle age, Uh particularly people our age, you're gonna, you're going to experience the movie first,
0: right? And that's what I mean because the, like movie, so the movie's iconic. huge, yeah. yeah. Um, so one thing I found interesting that. I would say most of the changes from the book to the movie made sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, one thing is in this, both Carrie and her mother are are fat.
1: Yes. And that was when I first started reading this, it it instantly clicked like, oh, of course Carrie would be overweight. That makes so much fucking sense. Well, and
0: she gets into it of like she eats because like she's upset.
1: Right. So she's like, you know, chubby, awkward girl, freckles. Uh,
0: oh, another addition, because we went over, like, you know, of course, like, I just went over the vague plot, but we could get more into specifics now. Um, they they go back to Carrie's childhood, where um, she, there's, like, a, a thing of rocks that rained down on her house right. that she caused, um, and this started because her mother, this character was only in it very briefly, but someone from the Carrie commission or whatever um interviewed this girl this woman now who lived next to Carrie when she was a teenager and Carrie was like I don't know seven uh-huh. and the mother would like Out. Margaret would yell at the other mother to be like tell your t- t- tell your daughter to put on um she would clothes sun, she would
1: sunbase
0: right in a bikini uh-huh. and Margaret was like tell your daughter to put on clothes because I don't want Carrie seeing this and then uh-huh. the mother was like Get naked in front of her and go topless. Yeah. Like she was like instigating her. But, do, but
1: doesn't like little Carrie go over into your sunbathing and even like Yeah inappropriately like grab her tits and be like, What are these? or something I don't she,
0: remember. She, she grabs She them. does she does
1: something very inappropriate, like not understanding
0: But she doesn't know what they are for sure. And she's like, They're breasts, Carrie. Yeah. Um but she's very like forward about it, and then yeah, Carrie. Then she says she hears Carrie go into the house, and the mother she hears the mother like throwing. She th- hears things being thrown, uh-huh. a table, and this is where we first kind of hear the most about Carrie's TK, as they call it, telekinesis. Mm-hmm. Um, she f- hears tables and chairs, like this really heavy table, being thrown against the wall. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't believe Margaret would be able to lift that. And she's, like, throwing it at Carrie. But really, like, the reader knows it's Carrie doing this. Right. And then, yes, there's, like, basically a meteor shower on the White's house alone.
1: Right. Almost like there's some kind of, like, magnetism that's just, like, yanking all this shit to it. Right.
0: And Margaret's a single mother because her husband died. I Uh believe her. And
1: and she also talks indie. It seems like the only time. uh, Her mother is extremely anti-sex. And part of that was even, like, she got married and even then still just, like, hated it, hated it, hated it.
0: Right. And I believe her husband was super religious, too. But what I didn't understand, that's the pin I wanted to put in, is she's, like, oh, sex. And this happens in the movie. Like, oh, like, we, uh, you know, I felt him on me. And, like, I liked it. Um, (laughs) It's like, I "I liked it. Um, And she... Yeah, so she's very against sex and she's like, we sinned and I wanted to kill you when you were born because it was a sin. And even the most deeply religious people, I feel like, yeah, you need to have sex to have a child. That's what I never understood. Have Have you ever
1: seen the movie Easy Money? now uh, the daughter is played by Jennifer Jason Lee and okay. the dad is uh, Ronnie Dangerfield but she gets married and on the wedding night is still so nervous and the, the the husband is straight up like I had a friend whose wife wouldn't sleep with him on his wedding night and he died I want to live but she's like you gotta understand I just keep hearing my father say don't she says, he meant until after the wedding and she just looks up and she's like I don't think you know my father <laughs>
0: funny um but yeah. yeah so i don't really get
1: that some pe- I, I don't know it's i mean clearly- it, it is it is the weird paradox that fucking religious people have to live with of like sex is dirty like yes this thing that feels great that is necessary for life to exist that god gave you and also is Bad and he'll kill you.
0: I mean, you that's it? fine. Like
1: it's all it's it's all really dumb if it's, you're to believe all of it one hundred percent.
0: It's fine to think. Well, it's not fine. I think sex is dirty, but like uh, you know the
1: only the good. It's trash.
0: But like for her to be like, oh, I had sex in marriage and produced a child, and to think, oh, I have to kill this child. That's the more godly thing to do is truly wild. Yeah. Um, but I think I forget what happened. Did her. I get, think her husband died,
1: right, or or ran off. I don't. R u n n o f t. Let me check.
0: Um, but everyone was scared of the guy. He was deeply religious as well. Um, and but yeah, she said she should. That was one of the things she said when she killed Carrie. Like I should have, I should have killed you that day, but like I couldn't. I was a pussy, basically. Um, but I think the thing was, Margaret was also, um, didn't talk to her parents. Like, she was too, like, her parents were not religious enough for her. Um. Oh, he was
1: killed in a construction accident. Okay. Um. Uh, We have a guest. But. Hey, hey, yeah, wrap it up. Um. But so, yeah, <laughs> well, so, sorry. Uh, so the, a... the the father was also fun of mindless Christian was very. He was, but sex. her
0: parents were very against it. Yes, yeah, so and it they against stopped him talking. Right. Well, no, and they, he was. They were against their religious bullshit. Oh, okay. Like okay, I don't think okay. she grew up. Margaret didn't grow up religious. Right. Um. But yeah. Oh, I mean, we're just bounce probably gonna bounce all over the place now because someone entered our house, and now we're thrown off. Um, Oh, my God, look at his face. (laughs) Uh, But one of my favorite changes, and it made sense because of the visuals, was Mm -hmm. the way Margaret was killed in the movie. Yeah,
1: in the movie, there's a whole lot of Christ metaphor. And Carrie literally sends knives flying at her. Also, Piper Laurie is just terrifying and oh
0: my god paper lord she
1: she is so much like it's okay baby it's okay i should have killed you when i had the (sighs) chance.
0: my mother and i love uh and the way she dies is totally different carrie like Mm -hmm. she's still stabbed in the book but one of mine and my mother's favorite visuals of that movie is carrie trying to pull her body off of the like pull her mother's body off of the door frame Uh when the house is caving in and she's just like yanking trying to pull her off Mm -hmm. like it's so creepy um but yes i do love that visual and then they they zoom in and show the christ or pan away i should say Mm -hmm. not zoom in and show the christ metaphor in case in case you couldn't tell by the crucifix crucifixion you know metaphor here is christ to remind you of that Mm -hmm uh but also in the movie carrie dies by having the house implode on her
1: yeah which it, it feels it feels like she is just so upset by what's happened to her mother that she is emotionally telekinetically just destroyed it's it's oh, almost like an earthquake that's i how, never
0: thought of it like that that's
1: always how i read it i read it as she was just so overwhelmed that it's just like firing off
0: but she's not intentionally doing
1: she's it. not intentionally doing. okay
0: it. that makes sense
1: yeah Think, yeah. uh, think what a panic attack would do if you also had telekinesis. I'm
0: really glad you don't have it. Well. Well, it's funny because some they usually call it t- telekinesis, but it, sometimes in the book they call it uh, telepathy. Uh-huh. And oh, I different. just could not, it is different, but I could not not think of best in show when uh Christopher Guest is talking about his dog, and he uh. he talks about his dog has telepathy in the in his mm. accent. He's like telepathy, like telepathy. Yeah, um, but no, that is totally different mm. than telekinesis. Um,
1: oh, another difference in uh, the book versus the movie. In the book, it's described that Carrie. Has had these powers for a while, and she just like flexes them here and there. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the movie, it's highly suggested that like her becoming a woman is kind of like set this off.
0: Although they do say in the book that um, the the puberty is what put it more in motion right. and put her in control of it.
1: You witchy bitches, <laughs> witchy bitches. You get your period, and next thing you know, you're just fucking. And pro- as I mentioned, dance naked in the moonlight.
0: As I mentioned earlier in the movie, Sue is at the prom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and in the book she stays home and then drives to prom when she gets like a feeling that something happened. Right. And as we said, the whole town is destroyed.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, um, De-, De Palma has said that he actually likes the... I mean, uh, Stephen King has said he actually prefers De Palma's take in the movie than the book, because it was his first book, so he was a little, you know, not fully confident in it. But one of the things he says is that he feels like the character of Sue... Her motivations don't really make sense in the book, and it's played a little more in the movie. Like, and that also makes more sense where like Tommy puts up a little like, "Why don't you want to go to prom with me? And you want me to go with this weird girl instead?" Yeah. And she's just like, "Just, just do it. It's the nice thing to do."
0: There's a point in the book where I think Tommy actually starts to like Carrie.
1: I think so. Although, I mean, what's that supposed to play out like? It's like no, give her, give her a nina, give her, give her a little finger and honey. I don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, what is? The- oh, there is also a
1: sex scene with Tommy and Sue, and it's after they have sex on the back of the car. She's like, "I want you to take Carrie White to prom." Right. Yeah. I'm just but saying. But
0: then she said she loves him. That's yes. when they like say they're in love. Yes.
1: Because, oh, and she specifically had mentioned that that's when, like, they first have sex that, like, feels good. She's had nothing Oh, but, that's like,
0: right, because it's quick. Yeah,
1: she's had nothing but bad, shitty, unfulfilling sex with boys. But Tommy's just such a golden retriever of a guy that wants to do a good thing that, like, I love him, and then they fuck.
0: And I believe the suit is described in the book similar to the movie, where he has that powder blue suit with uh-huh. the, like, ruffled white shirt, mm-hmm. which is very specific because that suit is insane looking in
1: the movie. It's very 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the difference at the, this always confused me in the movie. So, in the movie, the pig's blood gets dropped on her. Okay. You yep. see people in the crowd laughing at her but it's very stylized and when it's not stylized, everybody just looks aghast. For me, in the movie, it always looked more, everybody's kind of shocked and not cool with this. Right. But Carrie is seeing it and is and like, because <gasps> one of the Best things in movie fucking history is when the blood comes down, it goes quiet. Right. And the first thing you hear is, they're all
0: going to laugh at you. Oh, the, with the, the mom in the circle. Yes. Like her fad going in the circle. Me and Serena used to do that all the time. They're all going to laugh <laughs> at you. Like, brother. Well, but here's the thing. I think who makes it, um, who makes the first laugh is Norma. Isn't that her name? Oh, yeah.
1: No, she's definitely laughing. She's a little Well, bitch. that's
0: what gets everyone laughing.
1: If, I, don't know, I still felt in the movie like she was imagining most of the laughter. Oh no
0: I thought yeah. I definitely okay. thought. Could be just me. And it was in the book Okay, that the laughter is happening.
1: That's what I, that's what I meant in the book. It doesn't feel ambiguous I at think, all.
0: See I think they're connecting it to like oh see Mama was right. Right. And that's why they bring up the Piper Laurie part because Carrie's whole thing is she wants to go back and have Mama like Forgive her. She yeah. doesn't expect to come back and like. And
1: also with the with the religious thing, there's definitely an anecdote of the prodigal son there, who like revolted against the parents, went away, disobeyed them, and then came back very contrite. And parents like, you know, please, you know, come to my bosom. My son is back. Right. And instead, Mrs. Carey is straight up Mrs. like going to stab her. Miss, Mrs. Carey, by the way, is also fat.
0: Well, I in thought the book I version. had said that. Oh,
1: okay.
0: I thought in the book. Carrie came back to kill her mother, but I did not get that sense in the movie. No, in the, I think it, in the, in the movie, movie she came back for redemption. Yeah, and she, she
1: came back like a beaten dog, like a, like a you were right, yeah. I'll do whatever you want from here. Also,
0: I guess this was for movie effects too, but like I believe in the book the dress she made was red and in the movie it's light pink. Yeah,
1: it's a light pink and she might have made it or added something to it. It's not explicit.
0: She made it. She made it? She okay. made it. Um, but yeah, I, I get the red, I get why they made it red. I mean, pink in the movie to showcase the blood war. But in the, it makes more sense for it to be red for her, for Margaret to be getting more annoyed out of like, this is like a slutty color, Mm -hmm. you slutty bitch. That's right. Um,
1: seductive red over dirty pillows.
0: Yes. Uh, exactly. And I'm trying to think what else. I mean, obviously, the movie ending is very different, too, where Sue has the nightmare. And
1: everything's shot backwards, and it's just... the uh, You know what's funny? It is the stones that are all that's left. Mm -hmm. Um, I just read on the thing that it said uh, that he did shoot the scene with the stones coming down and then never... They didn't use it in the movie.
0: Right. Okay. I also
1: laughed because it said he famously shot this scene, <laughs> which we deducted is something I say a lot.
0: And I think I, as we discussed, neither of us have seen the new one with Chloe Moritz. Oh yeah. But I believe they do show that scene in the new one, okay. the newer one. Uh huh. Uh. But I. So in the end, yeah, she has the the hand come up. The hand and my, comes d- out. My dad said so that made him jump when he saw it in the theaters.
1: Yeah, that's the point.
0: I know, but it's like my my dad. Right. You know what? Like, he physically jumped.
1: Even though you watch it now and it's like, we're so used to Right, scares, exactly. Like, and something happens. Well, and, and that's the happens. thing.
0: When you have a movie that that's iconic, that you might even know the ending before yeah. you see it, it is funny to hear someone... Talk about their experience of having no idea what is happening and then that happens. Kind of like, oh, what is it like to not know that Darth Vader is Luke's father? Like, what is that like? I
1: cannot wait for our daughter to go through that. Yeah. Yeah, if you want some fun, go online and look up Kids Watch uh, Darth Vader Luke Father and it's all compilations of like seven year olds being like, "Yo, what the fuck is happening yeah. right now?"
0: because <laughs> I don't, I don't remember my reaction to
1: that. I told you that was my fun reading uh, the Goosebump books. Is really like, "Oh, these are not well written," but <laughs> I realize now as a little kid how like the simplest twist. It's like, "What the fuck do you mean she was a ghost all along?" Right. Oh my god. Um. So yeah, definitely check it out. I would also I'm say, to think what else? I would say uh, definitely, particularly now that I'm reading The Shining as well. Um. Just because you've read, uh, you've seen the movie. Read the book too. It uh, it's it's very different. It's a whole other experience. Somebody strangling a dog outside.
0: Um, yeah, I will say so. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I will say I am glad it wasn't any longer.
1: Now that I'm getting into his other books, and they're all long. They're stuck, all very long. I'm enjoying The Shining. Nothing happens for the first three quarters of that goddamn. I
0: book. love The Shining. Okay, I have a bone to pick. You wouldn't know this. But, okay. So, you know how on Friends, Joey is an idiot. Yeah. And that's, like, his thing. Okay, so his one book he's read and loves is The Shining. And I'm like, no fucking way. Joey Tribbiani read a 700-page book. Yeah. Definitely not. So, that always bothered me. Sorry. That's just, like, an aside. But that always irritated me. I'm like, this is not, um like, part of this character. Joey
1: Tribbiani would have read, like, I hope they serve beer in hell. Or something like that. If he
0: reads. If he read. He probably reads, like, comic books. But anyway, but yes.
1: Which, as we've deducted, is not actually reading.
0: Right. As you said. Um, Yes. But not my favorite Stephen King. I'm glad I read it. Again, it's such a short book. I think it's worth reading. Yeah. And if you are interested in Stephen King, it's interesting to see where he started.
1: Yes. Yes. You You get very early on. Like I said, he has a boner for destroying entire towns. Boy, does he hate religious folk. Yeah. Um,
0: they, he doesn't get into the New England thing as much in this. Yeah.
1: I don't know. So, again, I've only... I'm trying to read all his books chronologically. I'm only at The Shining. I know The Stand is next. But so far, like... All right, Salem's Lot, that's kind of a throwaway because it is vampires. But, like, two books very prominently featuring, like, mind-reading kind of thing between Danny's shine And Carrie's telekinesis.
0: Yeah, but they are very different.
1: They're still, but even like the vampires in Salem's Lot have a lot, have like a telepathy.
0: Oh, I have issues with Salem's Lot too. It's just logistically doesn't make sense.
1: Mm. Um, Oh, you know what? I would like you to read because I'm reading The Stand next, which I know has something to do with like a plague. Um, when she's currently reading horns by Joe Hill, which is Stephen King's son, Mm -hmm. he has another book called the fireman, okay, which it bums me out. They were going to make this into a movie. It's almost certainly not happening now. The book is amazing. Unfortunately, it was released in early 2019 and you know what it's about a worldwide pandemic plague and it's never getting turned into a fucking movie now because of that. I, I doubt it just because it's just too. It might be, it's cool, especially because it's not like, you know, you cough and then your grandma dies. It's like, it's a very, it's a very specific rash you get uh-huh. that, uh, what it does is it basically, it, it causes people to spontaneously combust. Oh, wow. But then there's a group of the population that learns to control it. And very cool. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Go check out Joe Hill. I love Joe Hill. Uh, Start writing novels. Give up your fucking comic books, nerd. Okay. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, so, um, can to think, Final thoughts about anything. Um,
1: yeah, enjoyed it. It was so, even if it's not the most entertaining thing you've ever written, the fact that it's under 200 pages, who gives a shit?
0: You know what I will absolutely give him? What? Is he can write a character description because I have seen Carrie so many times and not once was I picturing the characters from the movie. Yes. Like I had my own images of the yeah, characters I, in the book. I
1: immediately picked out a chunky girl from high school. I'm like, oh, there she is.
0: Yeah. And I kind of like the interjections in between the, uh, mm-hmm. like when Carrie was clearly thinking in her head, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize it was happening throughout the book with different characters. But I think those were all Carrie Yeah. in, in their heads, mm-hmm. which I know I didn't think of until the end when they started mm-hmm. actually explaining that like she could get in their head right which so that was an interesting plot device hmm. but yeah i maybe picture john travolta as billy maybe. Yeah, still but a like, little
1: bit, even though he's, like, far crueler. Yeah, but that's, that's about they it. They go way in detail of them killing the pigs to get their fucking blood. Which even still, his
0: friends are like, dude, you're crazy. Like, why are we killing more pigs? You don't need this much.
1: I, I'm glad they did that, because I have pointed out that, like, a lot of movies in the 70s and 80s, the plots don't work unless it, like, particularly like a lot of, like, Revenge of the Nerds, like, your antagonists need to be a roving gag of sociopaths with no consequences who answer to nobody, and it's like, world doesn't work like that so in this it's nice to see even the 70s that's going to uh inspire one of those works even then people like "Yo, dude we're fucking around what what's wrong with you
0: well and the the thing with billy too he is so cruel that like i feel like at a certain point you do have a little bit of sympathy for chris
1: Uh because
0: he's horrible and like starts
1: it seems almost like she's trying to keep up with him. Like well, and what, it
0: seems like he's like gonna try to rape her, and like yeah. he doesn't give a shit about her. And I, I just feel like you didn't have that same sympathy when she died in the movie. No, they were you way were just more. Like, Fuck you guys. Yeah,
1: he was way more the lackey boyfriend, and she was just like calling prime. the shots. Yeah, she was the Regina. What's her name? Mean Girls. George. Yeah, do it. Let's do a mashup movie of Mean Girls and Carrie. I'm all that'd for that'd be that. cool. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, isn't that what the craft kind of is?
1: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um, oh, Febru is a Balkan and to a comeback. There's four come of back.
0: them. Uh, but yeah. So
1: okay, I still love uh the nostalgia chicks uh take on the craft where it's like everybody has these deep dark like she has these scars and she has been abused and then they get the Rachel True like and she's, she's black, black. <laughs> yeah the, the greatest That's trauma the only of all issue.
0: yeah. And Rachel True is the only true witch in it. Although I can see Feroza Balk fucking around.
1: Oh, yeah. Now, a Balk has definitely bled in a pentagram once or twice in her life. That's
0: the thing about her. I don't think it's like I'm practicing witchcraft. I think it's straight up like she is a witch with supernatural power. I mean,
1: between not only that movie, but her as the Nazi chick in American History X, mm. like, I actually want to go back and watch The Water Boy, which I, even as a little kid, I oh, thought yeah. was fucking stupid, but she was good in it.
0: Yes, I agree. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I think for our next book, I'm taking a, actually
1: po- that movie has a little bit of, cause it's a little bit of like, no, Danny, you can't be the water boy. They're all going to laugh at you. Like that uh, really uh, is the plot of that that's movie. True,
0: that's true. Um, yeah. So I think for our next book, I'm taking a poll right now. Uh, it's either going to be Cersei or shit. What was the other one? What did I say? Mr. Oh, Mr. oh Daisy Twilight. Jones and the Six. Oh, uh, okay. Because uh, that seems to be hot right now. i never heard um, of it. Really?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, it's... Well, right now, everyone's talking about because it it's a show on Amazon. But mm. it's about... It's in the vein of Fleetwood Mac. Okay. And their story. I don't know how similar it is, but that's how I've heard it described.
1: Mm. So. Music written by and for people cheating on each other.
0: Yeah, speaking of witches. Uh,
1: that's right.
0: Uh. So... Yeah, that's it. Read Carrie or don't and listen to this podcast instead, yeah. which you already did. And watch
1: KYGY2K and learn about Three Ninjas.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm curious. Is it worth listening to? I don't know listen. Oh, well, to this Well, anymore.
1: watching it because it's on YouTube. So should we watch it? No, this one, our, our editor did a great job with this one. I, yeah. I find it very entertaining.
0: All right, we go watch it. Cool. Jesse's face in it is yeah. hilarious with the best. Yeah,
1: it's, it's fat as fuck. I need to lose weight. What? If I'm gonna be that's, on camera,
0: yeah, you're in a mask,
1: and it's fat. I don't know. All right.
0: Yeah. And on that note, um, that's it. Yeah.
1: All yeah. right.
0: All right. See ya.
1: Later, guys.